It's better to step boldly across the line and suffer the consequences than to stare at that line the rest of your life. Hi, I'm Barbara Britt, and you're listening to Brain Fuel. That quote came from Barbara Valentine Gustafson's book, The Permission to Be Bold. Do you not love, love the title of that book? And so right now we're going to bring in Barbara, and we've got some questions from her, and again, Brain Fuel by Barbara Britt. Barbara Valentine Gustafson is coming to us live today. Well, Barbara, I'm so glad that you could join us. Thank you for coming in. You have honestly made my day and my week. I have been following you for absolutely years and just watching what you're doing. And so, you guys, Barbara has come in to, uh, uh, again, as she's always growing and developing, she wrote her book, but she's now coming in to us today as our brain expert. You know, we do brain fuel and we talk about things that can enliven us and, and absolutely keep our brains healthy and and the rest of the world healthy. But today she's going to talk to us, and the, one of the first questions is, uh, first of all, I want her to give the, the name and the title and what she does, and then I'm going to ask her a question like, what made you join Dr. Amon's program? What made you join that? Oh, Barbara, I'm so excited to be here. I've known you for a long time, and um, I, I just love Barbara to Barbara. I think of Dr. Seuss thing one and thing two. <laughs> That's what comes to mind because we we just have some of the greatest conversations. Um, but I support Amen University, um, which Amen Clinic is, they house some of the largest database of brain scans and their resource center is Amen University. And I've had the pleasure of being their program director for their brain trainers license program, which is a new program geared towards non-medical trainers, uh, but they go in and they teach resilience and wellness programs to corporations, uh, to churches, to schools, any place that people gather to help them with their business in a different kind of way. Uh, so I'm just excited because it's something I've never thought about doing before. It evolved over time. And I, you know, looking back now, I'm just so grateful for the way that's unfolded. Oh, I love that. And you guys, uh, just to know her, and you will get to know her during the rest of the show, is to believe how pure her journey is. I, I love the way that she processes and the way that she is intentional about her growth and how it affects other human beings. Well, Barbara, how has this program impacted your life? Wow. I wish we had a lot longer just because there's so many facets of my life that have um, either changed completely or just gone in a different direction. Again, it, brain health is not something that I thought I would ever be involved in. Um, but my family's personal history is, um, is quite colorful, has a lot of adventure. Um, but one of the things when, when you think of things being passed down genetically. Our family has a big history of something called Huntington's disease, which is a very rare brain disorder. Uh, and it impacts, uh, if you carry a mutation of the Huntington's disease, you can pass it down to your children, 50% um, chance. Uh, so unfortunately, I've had relatives who have had it uh, I have a father in advanced stages in Huntington's. I recently lost a sister to Huntington's disease. 
And as a young child, I was very acutely aware of how brain health impacted their success, success and ability to live. And at the time I wasn't thinking brain health, but I just knew that they really struggled with day-to-day choices. Um, They struggled with judgment, character, anxiety, and it was just something that really, I was sad about it for many, many years. And about 2000, uh, I think 2017, I became uh, really aware how it impacted people in leadership. Uh, Two of my mentors came down with life-threatening brain disorders. Uh, one of them had a tumor, one, one had a brain infection, and I saw how it impacted everyone around them, their life. And I started to take a look at my own brain health. And I realized that I have a lot of anxiety and there were certain things that I feared that I had, or I had the propensity for. So I had my first brain scan at 2017, just alone to rule out certain things in my family. Now, while I had a lot of relief, certain things didn't exist in my brain, there were, there was evidence of three mild injuries, also very low blood flow to one part of my brain. And so just seeing pictures of my brain changed my mindset and seeing how my brain impacted my thoughts, my attitude, my ability to even work and do presentations was, it was just I was able to really just see things differently, leadership differently, relationships, um, spiritual, social, and, and just the to realize that the brain is involved in everything we do. It's the organ of learning, loving relationships, and it, I'm so grateful for that awareness. I love that. In fact, you've just about answered my third question. I said, what has been a surprise for you or an outcome you did not expect. So when you learn that, what is a couple of outcomes that now have been able to change your life from that, you know, from that discovery that you went on? Yeah. So when I first had my scan years ago, one of the first things I realized that there was a lot of healthy things, healthiness to my brain. Cause before I was very frustrated with, with myself, like, why can't I remember this? You know, why do I get so anxious? You know, why does my brain sometimes get fogged up or, or stuck? And it helped me to have more compassion for myself, realizing that considering everything, considering I'm doing really good. So I was able to see what parts of my brain were, were really healthy. And then I could look and see at the areas that were struggling and look at it in a way that I'm not broken. I don't need to fix, but there's areas of my brain that I can optimize. And so I had to really look at myself um, from a place of love versus someone who was brain damaged. And I, I realized labeling was not something I wanted to do for myself and other people as well. I was able to see where there was trauma in my brain and realize that there were some things that I can do in a a short amount of time to help my brain process trauma. I I discovered something called EMDR, which helps the brain to process past trauma, even physical trauma. Um, So I began to really implement easy, short, 
things to do to relieve my brain and to calm down my amygdala, <laughs> that emotional part of the brain, because it was very, very active. And one of the things that did surprise me was you don't balance your whole brain the same way. Each of the brain systems you balance differently. And knowing that the emotions when I'm at, in a high state of alert, it directly hijacks my ability to make a decision. That's why sometimes when we're anxious, we can't think clearly. And we literally have lower blood flow in that moment. I love that. And, and I love that you're you're telling us, you're explaining, but you're also giving us opportunities and possibilities. That, you know, that is better than anything else. It's, it's enough to know something. Like you said, you worried, but then you found out ways that you could compensate the ways that you can change things. I know. And I think that, and I apologize. One of the things that really helped me was knowing that my family's past brain history was not my destiny, that I'm not stuck with the brain I have that. um, And and one of the things that Dr. Amen talks about is you're not stuck with the brain you have, you can change it, literally change it. And that gave me hope not just for me, but also my family. And everybody that you touch, every life you touch, and you touch so many. I love that. I know that stories open the world for us. I know you have a couple stories of some significance that has happened because of this study and this program that you're on and what you're doing. Would you like to share some of those with us? Yes, and, and I, I'm sharing these with permission, um, but one one of the things that I love to do as an instructor for this brain health license trainer is to walk these trainers through not just getting their certification, but they're taking the material and using it for themselves first. Uh, I strongly believe that change starts with us and, and transformation starts with us. So when they're able to take it and use it and see how it's helping them, they get more excited you know, they can share the message more authentically. And one of our trainers um, had a history of depression, um, suicidal thoughts for many, many years. And, and when she was able to get on the program and, and really focus on tiny habits, tiny habits that quickly add more blood flow um, and help the activity, um, her brain became much calmer. And because her brain became much calmer, she was able to focus on her business more, impact people. And she's recently opened up a nonprofit to help people with mental health challenges. And so just to see that kind of results over a short period of time, it's, it's not an overnight change, but within just a few weeks or months, if you're really committed and consistent, meaning you repeat the same thing, you know, a lot, and you have the right kind of support. Often, it doesn't take a whole lot to start balancing your brain more, so you get better results. Um, so that's that's one and near and dear to my heart. And another one, um, oh goodness, he, you you could really see the excitement of these trainers and and how they're living it especially when they email you like several times a week like my my lab numbers were much better um so this was an older gentleman and he had been struggling for years with his health and he had never thought about brain health 
being tied to things like improving the health of your body, um, improving your relationships. And so he's, he really got targeted and he took the, the assessment to figure out what his brain type was. And out of that assessment, he was able to have specific things he could change. And one of the biggest things, one of the first things he did was get his numbers checked, like lab work, just to really find out what's going on. And out of that, he was able to make changes in his diet, um, eliminate things that he thought was healthy for his brain and integrate things that was more matched for his brain type. And in combination with strategies and he loves meditation, which is a very powerful brain tool. Like there is evidence to show that it adds blood flow to that part of the brain um, within a few weeks. His And he was very he was very determined to get his numbers rechecked. I believe it was, it could have been less than three months, but I remember the email. He's like, yes. And, and the, the cool thing, and I love this about him. He wasn't just excited that the numbers were changing in his favor. He was excited because it was reversing. Like it was actually adding on years of his life. Like he at first tested like at, at an 80 year old level and he got it down to I believe it was the high fifties and he's much older than that. So just to see the excitement and the tangible results. And now he's going into schools. Uh, we have a wonderful program called brain thrive by 25 to help students with their confidence, making better decisions, all brain based. And so he he's making an impact that way. Barbara, I love your stories, and I, I love it because, again, you're not only giving us the value of it and, and how to do it and some steps like that, but the possibilities are just endless, and I, I love that you're doing that for us because all of us need that, right? We, we need to know that we can be in 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and that we can actually come back and clean up and heal a lot of the damage that's been done and then enable ourselves to actually help that brain to grow and, and develop. You know, Who doesn't want to be younger? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you don't have to buy any wrinkle cream for this, Barbara. That's what I love about it. Because you know, I got jars of that stuff. Let me tell you. I do too. <laughs> and I can I can give you anybody extra jars if they need it. But, I'll take some. <laughs> but but the, the brain, the fact that we can do that and we can change it, you know, and we can live younger. You can absolutely live younger. You can absorb more information. You you actually want to reach out and get more information, and you want to assimilate. And every time you do that, from what you're saying, your brain is going to be able to grow and be healthier and, and thrive. If you had to do this all over again, Barbara, what are some of the things that you would have looked at if you had this opportunity to do this all over again? Well, Barbara, I think one of the first things that comes to my mind is to trust my journey. Because honestly, when I was digging into all this stuff for my family, it was very triggering for me. Um, a lot of trauma involved, um, just because when we are in that place, you know, when we have a brain health challenge, um, we, we've heard that phrase, everyone has free will, but when you have a specific brain health challenge, you have less free will over your thoughts and actions. And that was hard for me to wrap my head around. So for me, 
having all that and trusting my journey, I used to have thoughts like, wow, who am I to do this brain health thing when my whole family's messed up? You know, things like that were really going through my mind. Now I look at it different in that I was able to turn my pain into purpose. Like everyone has their mess. Um, I'm determined to make this, you know, my call. I feel like I'm called to do that. It's not fun to have a family with that background, but it's a calling. And when you have that really trying to get out and emerge, you can't ignore it. You can try to ignore it, but it's going to follow you. So for me, if I, if I were to change anything, it's to go back and tell my younger version, trust the path that you're on. Oh, I will tell you what, I hope that you guys really listen to her. Go back and play it again. She gave us so many golden nuggets in that for all of us. And and like I said, it means so much to me to hear that and to be able to know that you have witnessed this journey, you have been taken part in this journey, and you didn't see it as falling down and failing, but you saw it as opportunities and that you could go out there and learn because so many of us will shut down and we'll think that's just the way it has to be. And, you know, like I said, it's golden nuggets, you guys. Go back and listen to this. She's awesome. Also, get her book. Get her book because it's filled with wisdom, just like what she's giving to us now. Barbara, we'd like to kind of round up with, if you could give us some tips that we could do. I know I found out when I was learning about Dr. Amons and just the first time I went and researched it and I thought, what is he telling us to eat and drink and sleep and, you know, just some basic things. And I know that I started incorporating some of those and believe me, it made a difference. Well, you know that. So um, could you give us some steps that we could take that we could utilize? And then if you'll give us a way that they can contact you, get a hold of you, because I want to tell you what, she is unbelievable, and she's amassed a group of people that can come in and make a difference in your business, in your community, and in your life. So, Barbara, some tips you can give us? Pay attention to your thoughts. Really pay attention, because it's not just your mind that's listening. Your brain is listening to what you tell it like it knows your voice, like it recognizes your voice. It also listens to your feelings. It listens to your emotions. And because the brain is targeted to help you reach your goals, what you're thinking about, even if it's not good for you, it's going to start seeking evidence of that. So really pay attention to your thoughts. Don't let it stop there, but be aware and then decide, okay, what, what's a healthier thought? What's a new thought pattern I want my brain to listen to? So really get tangible and thinking about your brain as being your business partner, your CEO, because it's, it's like your supervisor. It's kind of like, you know how you have in the cartoons, there's like the angel on one shoulder, the devil on the other shoulder, um, and it's talking to you. <laughs> That's kind of like, you know, what our brain is listening to. So it's listening for your direction. So pay attention to your thoughts and ask yourself, is this what I want my brain to really listen to? Cause it'll follow through. Another thing, and it is, this is very concrete is warm your hands. Like literally 
in between meetings, think about warming your hands because your thoughts and feelings affect your hand temperature. So think warmer hands, warmer mood. What that does is increases in a matter of seconds blood flow to your brain. And if you're cold, like if you're in a cold room like I am now, even visualizing your hands on a fire can bring your body temperature up. So think about warming your hands uh, because when you have cold hands, what that does is your blood vessels constrict. It happens in your brain too. That means lower blood flow. You can't think as quickly. So even just taking a couple of minutes in between meetings and thinking warm hands, you'll come to that meeting much more present and clear headed. So that's something, especially these days with virtual meetings back to back, I've personally found that's hugely helpful. Oh, thank you. My hands stay cold all the time. So I'm rubbing them right now. And I've looked over at LA and he was rubbing his. So thank you for that tip. And we're going to add that in with all the water I'm drinking. You have some other things for us? I think the other thing that I think that would make be really helpful because a lot of people are really fascinated by their personality type, strength type. Um, I'm, I'm a, obsessed with assessments. I'm an ass- assessment junkie. One of the things that I found that really complemented and helped me get to know my brain was figuring out your brain type. And there's a free online assessment called brainhealthassessment.com. You just answer a few questions. I think it takes maybe five, 10 minutes. And what it'll do is it'll show you what your brain type is. There's five main types. There's 16 combinations. And it'll show you if you have a well-balanced brain or if it's a combination brain type. I'm brain type eight. So I have a combination of um, anxious, worry. um, (laughs) Yeah, that kind of thing. So I have a combination. But what it'll do is it'll show you what you can do to support your brain type. And the really cool thing is once you go through a protocol and take action, you can take that assessment in three months and see the differences. It's a great conversation starter. And so it'll give you suggestions and people can reach out to me if they need help on debriefing and what to do with that info. Uh, one, One of the cool things, Barbara, and we've heard no two people have the same fingerprint, right? No two people. We are so, mm-hmm. so unique. Yes. What I find just, I, I can't comprehend it, but out of all the brain scans they've done at Amon University and other places, they've never found two brains alike. That just shows us we can try to put people in a category in the box, but we're all unique. And the more we realize that helps us really be our authentic self. Like we, we have so much opportunity. We don't have to fit in. Like our brain wants to fit us in so we can make sense out of something, but we can be who we are. No great, no regrets, no apologies. I love that. And I want to tell you guys, I hope that you go to that. I'm going to go and take it. And that'll be some of the conversation for my next podcast. I just want to tell you, please go back, make sure that they can. Uh, and, and and if you can, Barbara, give us a, a how to get in contact with you, if you would like to do that after they go and take the test. Um, I would love for you to do that at this time, just so that they can find you and continue to grow 
like I have the opportunity to do just by being in proximity with you on different occasions. Sure. So anything brain, uh, brain health related, they can reach out to me at bgustafson at aiminclinic.com. So that's B-G-U-S-T-A-V-S-O-N at aiminclinic.com. I had oh. to think about if I was spelling my last name right. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, she gave me a tip on how to pronounce it right, and I'm going to tell you what, when she did that, it's not necessarily the way it's written. It was, I, it just took all the worry out of it because I was so worried I would slaughter her beautiful last name, and we don't want to ever do that, right? We want to make sure we uh, we honor people. Well, I'll tell you what, Barbara, thank you for being on here with me today, and this is Brain Fuel by Barbara Britt, and I want to tell you what, you got a lot of fuel today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hi, I'm Barbara Britt, and you're listening to Brain Fuel. This production is brought to you by Kingdom Over Castles, tearing down the walls of separation through the arts.